This is the Visionary Collective podcast, helping visionary, purpose-led entrepreneurs and leaders come together to activate their biggest visions and have the unshakable confidence to build a successful and fulfilling life and business that makes a difference in the world. I'm Lisa Mitchell, and I'll be sharing everything you need to create the foundations and growth to build your legacy. You know you are here to do something bigger as part of the Visionary Collective. Hi, and welcome to this episode. So today I wanted to talk about how to unlock the intelligence in your organization. So you may say intelligence, you may say potential. I've been feeling into this and I prefer the word intelligence. You know, potential can feel a bit soft and fluffy, a little bit people development-like. And I don't want that to be the focus of what you're thinking about in your business. I want you to think about the intelligence. I want you to think about all that, those ideas, the innovation, the creativity that sits within your organization if you could only find a way to release it. Okay. And, you know, my experience of having been a senior leader in organizations and also having run my own consultancy for the last 17, 18 years is that I've always felt like there is such a huge untapped potential in most businesses. And I've had this experience, actually, this isn't just a theory. Quite often when I've done big projects for organizations, I've been meeting a lot of people and we used to do big projects, training managers in organizations. And one of the questions that I would ask them is, you know, how much of your potential do you feel is being utilized here? And how much of the potential of your people who you manage? And generally, the number would be around 50, 60%. And that number always astonished me. I was like, oh my goodness, that means there's like at least 40% of people's potential in this frame, in this organization, in this business that's not being utilized. And I don't mean whether people are busy or not. You know, often people are over busy and caught up in lots of things that actually don't move the business forward, don't scale the business, are kind of the complications and logistics that come into play when organizations get bigger. So I don't mean whether you're busy or not, whether you feel like you have time or not. I mean your potential. I mean, are you operating at the maximum potential and capability that you could bring? Do you have ideas and thoughts about things that never get light of day in the organization? You know, are you doing things you don't agree with, but you just do them because, you know, trying to fight that, trying to challenge it, it just feels too hard or you're too busy. You're too caught up in the day to day to really think about what's the potential moving forward. How do I change things? How do I revolutionize things? How do I evolve things? How do we become more agile? Often those questions get lost because we're so overwhelmed and stuck in the day-to-day. As I'm talking particularly about large organizations because, you know, large organizations tend to be less agile, more complex, there's more systems and processes. And when I've worked with more entrepreneurial organizations, often when they get to the 40-50 number, the things start to get more complicated. And then again, when you get into the hundreds, because suddenly the founder of the organization can't interact with everybody. They can't drive it purely on their own energy. They have to know how to implement. They have to know how to pass on their vision to other people in the organizations. So this is true of, you know, so many organizations I've worked with. So whether you're listening to this and you're part of a bigger, more traditional organization, whether you've just created your organization and you've got maybe five, six people, or you're in the kind of 50 camp, 
you know, I am sure that there is more intelligence, more potential in your organization to come through. So the question is, how do you release that? How do you create environments and processes and ways of working that really allow that potential to come out? It's been an interesting question for quite a long time. It's been one that I've been fascinated with for over 20 years. But the difference now is that you can't afford not to address this question because, you know, we've gone through such massive change in the last two, three years. And people coming into work, shall we say, in the broader sense now, are finding many ways to make money. You know, lots of young people that I talk to and I work with already have a side hustle or they're investing in crypto or they're selling something on eBay or one of those sites on the side. So people don't rely on you for income anymore often. You know, they can find lots of ways to make money and that's their mentality. That's their, you know, the way they think about the world. Well, I can make some money here, I can make some money here. They're not dependent on you in the way that I would have felt dependent on a company when I came into work. So times have changed. And, you know, I know from many companies that I work with that they're seeing traditional engagement levels really drop through the floor, even though they're trying to be more flexible, even though they are you know, embracing hybrid working to a greater or lesser degree, it's not creating the engagement, the joy, the passion, the kind of discretionary effort that organizations want to create. And so for many organizations, I find that at this point in time, they're kind of scratching their heads. Why are people not more engaged? Like, What can we do? And all getting really frustrated about it. God, why are people not embracing this? How come they're not putting in the extra effort? What on earth is going on? And getting kind of frustrated and angry about it. So, you know, the world has changed. And I think companies often are still playing catch up, still working out how do we work best with people in this new reality that we're in? And we know from situations, companies that you could name from the past, that if companies are not agile, if they're not innovative, if they can't change with the times and really fast, because we know that digital new companies, entrepreneurial companies are snapping at our heels, then you will not survive. And I sit here at the end of 2022, you know, as we, you know, look forward into, you know, a very uncertain, unstable future, right? A future where there will be recession in the world, where people say can make money by other means, not by just working for you, where, you know, people are still evaluating what role do I want business to play in my life? You know, I don't want to give up the time with my kids. I do not want to give up, you know, the freedom and flexibility I've had. And I do want to feel passionate about my work, but it has to have meaning and connection. I have to feel like when I go to work, it's worth leaving my kids at home. When I go to work, I want to be there. I'm passionate and excited about it. And I'm not hearing that in general when I talk to organization at the moment. So the organizations that will thrive in the next 12 months are those that are agile, that can move with the times, that know how to create productivity and engagement and to unleash and unlock this intelligence and potential in their organization. 
So I wanted to talk to that a bit today. This is a huge topic, which I would love to chat with you about. If you're listening to this podcast thinking, oh my God, yes, we really need to have this conversation in our business, then do reach out to me because I've been creating a new way of working with organizations, a new way of releasing potential that is very different from anything that you have seen before. And it's really bridging these different worlds of business strategy and people development development and culture and change and, you know, spiritual development, all of those things, you know, are worlds that I've inhabited over the last 20 years. So I've, you know, I've realized more and more as I evolve my business to the next level, that being able to cross these different pieces so that I can help you solve the problems in your organization, the challenges in your organization, the opportunities in your organization is really where I can play powerfully. Because when I work with organizations, I connect intuitively and energetically to that organization, to the people in them. You know, I can sit with, you know, people in an organization and go, yeah, I get it. I know exactly what the issue is. I can feel it. I can feel exactly what needs to happen. And I know what needs to be put in place from a people perspective to make that change happen, right? So it's business strategy, it's people, it's intuition, it's working with the founders, it's healing what needs to be healed in the organization, the individuals. So it's what I call the profound and the practical. You know, what are the profound changes that this organization needs to go through, both organizationally, team-wise, individually, in order to be able to move into this next evolution to unlock the intelligence in the organization? And what are the practical steps that we need to take? What do we need to do practically on the ground to release people so this intelligence gets unlocked? So how do you unlock intelligence in your organization? You know, this is a very bespoke process for me because it's it's a very intuitive, energetic process. But I'm going to give you my initial thoughts in this episode so that, you know, you can start to connect to this. You can think about it from your own perspective. You know, say whether you're a leader in a big organization, whether you're a founder, whether you're creating something new and different in the world to really feel into, have I unlocked my own intelligence, my own potential, my own creativity? in this space? And am I able to do that in others and with my organization? So I'm going to give you some thoughts so that you can start to connect to that, start to feel into it. So as I say, I think to unlock intelligence in your organization is really to link the more strategic side of the business with the people side of the business. And this is something that I've always done intuitively because I love business. I love talking about business strategy. I love helping people connect to what are those pieces that we need to embrace and move into what, you know, intuitively, what am I getting about the organization? And then what needs to happen so that we can align people and upskill people so that they can solve those issues, so that they can evolve your organization. So those ideas and creativity and efficiency and productivity and engagement start to really flow in your organization. So to unlock this intelligence is really about an integrated, aligned approach you know, and an agile approach. And again, you know, my experience in business is agile becomes another process, another thing that can lock people down, actually. But so I mean agility from a very free, empowered perspective, not as a process, 
but actually how do you create agility in your organization so that people can, you know, really engage, really bring their ideas to the fore and they have the freedom to create. So this is also about co-creation and vision. And if you've been listening to this podcast, you'll know there's something I'm really passionate about. We are out of the age of hierarchy. We are out of the age of control. And now this is about a co-creation. What's the vision of you as the founder? What's the vision of this organization? What are we here to do? And then for me to fill into what's my piece of that? How does this link to what I want to create in the world? How can I bring my passion, my values, my vision to this organization, to this team, to this division that we're working in so that I feel totally free and empowered within it? And how can we hold all those different perspectives and practically make things happen on the ground? So that co-creation, co-visioning is such an important piece. And it's something that I haven't seen happen very often in organizations yet. And it's a piece that I feel really passionate about bringing through. So the third piece of this is about your journey as a leader. You know, if you are the founder, for example, you are on your own personal journey. And the organization needs you to evolve and grow. It needs you to embrace your potential at whole other levels, even when that's uncomfortable. Because when the founder isn't doing their own work, then the organization will remain stuck. You know, the organization can only grow in terms of what you can hold as the leader, as the founder, as the, you know, the holder of this container. And so when you hit against your edges, it's also important that you can move through those things, that you can grow and evolve, that you can expand your own capability, your own intelligence in order to expand the whole. So it's really important. And you can feel as I talk about these things that we're really focusing on growth because there is so much fear at the moment in the media in the world, in organizations, it's so easy to allow yourself to retract practically and energetically. And that is not how companies will thrive moving into 2023. You know, we know during lockdown that it was tough for a lot of organizations. We also know, I know people that became millionaires in lockdown, you know, not and a lot of them. So, you know, it's never true that this one reality of it's going to be tough. Let's cut back. Let's cut back on training and development. Let's retract. Let's, you know, kind of go back to the core. No, this is about growth and expansion. And the companies that find a way to grow and expand because they're being innovative, because they're bringing forward this intelligence in the organization will be the ones that thrive at the end of it. We know in tough times that there are organizations that thrive, right? And they are the ones that can tap into this intelligence, that have a strong vision, that have a strong brand, that have a strategy that can evolve and grow depending on how the world evolves and grows around them. And they can really embrace that and bring that through. So I hope you can feel as I'm talking about this, how different this is, you know, that this is coming out of traditional boxes. You know, it's not having a traditional management consultant come in and tell you what to do. It isn't about running a traditional leadership program. You know, it isn't just about working on yourself as a leader. This is looking at what are the movements here and how do we line people up individually and collectively to create this movement? And so to do that, we need to have new skills. 
your people need to have new skills. You probably need to have new skills in order to create this different world that I'm talking about. To be able to create consciously, to be able to, you know, let go of the things that absorb so much time and energy and yet actually don't move the dial in your organization to be in that conscious creation space, to be able to tap into your intuition, your power, to be able to create both energetically and practically, to be able to truly, truly tap into that intelligence, to devolve the power through the organization. So the people who are on the ground who really know are the people who are making the decisions. There's still way too much of a disconnect between people at the top of organizations and people who feel stuff and see stuff and talk to your customers and really feel it on the ground. And it's not empowerment. I hate that word. It's like, because empowerment implies that I have empowered you, the power is still with me. It's opening up spaces. So there isn't even a power question that people are doing things at the right level because that's where the intelligence is. And it's really doing this so that you unlock intuition, so you unlock creativity, so you unlock all that potential in your organization. So that if I went around your organization and I said to people, how much of your potential do you feel is being used here? What if people said 100%? What if people said 90%? And do you know what? If I was able to do this, that would take me to 100. Imagine the value. You know, let's just talk about money. Imagine the financial value of that. Imagine how creative you could be. Imagine how innovative you could be and how you could steal the march on your competitors, right? Imagine your retention rates. Imagine your engagement rates, you know, that if we create this dynamic where people want to be here and they feel used and in the most positive way, not in the negative way, and they feel like, gosh, I get to be the best version of me in this organization. This organization gets me. This business gets me. And actually, I'm fulfilling my own personal vision by being part of this organization. And, and, you know, I feel that with my clients all the time. When I talk to an organization or a leader and, you know, a founder of a business and they start telling me what they're up to in the world, the first thing that I'm doing is feeling into, huh, so if we work together, how does this bring your vision to life and how does it bring my vision to life? You know, that's why I love to work with visionaries because I can feel into, I can really feel that your vision for what you're creating is so aligned with my vision for what I'm creating in the world that we can co-create this together. And in the co-creation, you get to be and do and have what you're desiring and creating. And it helps evolve my vision for organizations work, revolutionizing how we live and work too. And in that co-creation, that expands what's possible for them and it expands what's possible for me. And in that coming together, you know, there's like a sweet spot where those two things meet, where we both expand and grow. And I don't know, honestly, what's going to evolve from that partnership. I have an intuitive sense of it. I know everything that I bring. And yet there is a potential sitting in there that is only felt at the beginning. You know, it's like, I know I can work with you. I know I can expand this. I know that there's something miraculous that can happen. And they feel that too. And I was talking to someone yesterday about this. Often when people work with me, they don't really know why they're working with me. They couldn't really articulate it, but they know there's a magic in it. 
They know there's an energy in it. They know there's an up level in it, you know? And as we start working together and as we start moving the pieces and as we start on a practical level solving the issues for them individually, collectively for the organization, but we're not really solving issues, we're expanding potential. We're connecting to this intelligence. We're connecting to this potential, you know? We're feeling into what could this organization be? And when we know that, when we can feel that energetically and intuitively, when we can move those pieces forward, when we start connecting to the people that really have a felt sense, an engagement and a passion to the organization, you know, and that may be somebody on the front line, that may be somebody that answers your phones or packs the boxes in your organization or runs a warehouse or whatever the thing is. We need to tap into that collective intelligence. We need people to feel like there's psychological safety, there's trust that they can bring that to the fore. And when we do that, we can create something extraordinary and amazing. And, you know, as I said at the beginning, I feel right now this is a moment in time. And the businesses and the organizations that really adopt this, that really embrace this, that are prepared to go on this journey now, you know, in the end of 2000, I'm sitting here in November 2022, I'm already connected to 2023, so I keep getting confused. I've already projected forward. Sitting here in November 2022, you know, looking at everything that's going on in the world, it needs that collective intelligence. I am sure that you are amazing as a leader, as a founder, as a visionary in your organization. And I also know that you cannot do this alone, that you need that potential. You need that intelligence. You need to feel like there's a whole momentum that's being built in your organization with this brilliant intelligence popping through, you know, and then it doesn't depend on you either. So feel into that as a founder, as a leader, you know, as a senior person in the organization, feel into that. What if I didn't feel like I had to push things forward? What if I didn't feel like I had to come up with the answers? What if I didn't feel like this pressure to move things forward, to constantly create? What if that was bubbling up through my organization? What if that potential was bubbling up? What if people in the organization came up with even better ideas than I can come up with? What if I, you know, somebody came up with something and I was like, gosh, I hadn't even thought about that. I don't know if that fits in the organization. I'm going to have to sit with that. Good. Because they're expanding the edges of your organization. So the question is, can you embrace this? Can you go on this journey to unlock the intelligence? Can you really give people the freedom they need? Can you allow this to become a fluid, open, creative organization that you don't control, that you inspire, that you hold the container for? But actually, it's moving and shaping and growing in potential in ways that you cannot even see yet. And your job is to hold that container. It's to hold the energy. It's to hold the vision. It's to be able to interact with this thing in a really fluid, amazing, magical way. And when you do that, that's when miracles happen. That's when you quantum leap your business. That's when things happen that you cannot even possibly predict from this point and this vantage point. And that's when it gets exciting, right? So <laughs> you can feel my passion for this subject. I'm going to talk about this much more as I kind of, you know, there's a another reframing you'll feel in this podcast as it moves forward of really claiming this profound and practical because I feel like now's the time. Now's the time where the, you know, the metal hits the road. 
where the organizations that that adopt this will be the organizations that thrive. And I do believe that many will fall away. And some people are going to have a tough time in the next 12 months. But I don't believe that has to be you. You know, I don't believe it. I, I know it won't be me. And I really believe that the people that can embrace this change in a whole different way will be the ones that thrive. So if you're interested in talking about this subject, if you're interested in moving this forward, in feeling into what's possible, if I'm talking, you're like, oh my God, I would love to do that. I just know there's potential in this organization and it's been frustrating me. I don't know how to get to it. I don't know how to release it. Then please do reach out to me. All my contact details are in the show notes of this podcast. So please do reach out to me because I know I'm meant to work with some extraordinary companies in 2023. I know I'm meant to work with people who are visionary, who can change the world. And I would love it. If you feel that calling, reach out to me. Let's see what we can create together. Thank you for listening to Visionary Collective Podcast with Lisa Mitchell. If you want to be part of this exciting, bigger movement, come and join other amazing visionary purpose-led entrepreneurs in my free Facebook group, The Visionary Collective. 